so your heart broke. You sit around hoping, crying, crying. You say, you even thinking about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, That was the main ingredient. Everybody plays the fool. I believe the early 90s, that was uh, covered by Aaron Neville and made into a hit a second time. Uh, Great tune, that one. Before that, Etta James with Fire. And before Etta James from, I think, 1972. Joy Love Joy with In Orbit. I absolutely adore that song. Uh, That was a late discovery for me. (laughs) Well... I discovered all this music late, quite frankly. Uh, That's a story I can get to in a moment. But before Joy, Barbara Aiklin, some serious northern soul just ain't no love. Another song of hers I really like is, um, well, now I'm drawing a blank on it. But but at the top, Diana Ross and the Supremes with The Temptations and Try It Baby from their joint album, 
Uh, fun side note about that is that's one of the few times uh, in my research I've seen the female act or singer listed first. Usually it's Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell. Um, yeah, the man's usually listed first on duets. Uh, the other one I can think of off the top of my head is Islands in the Stream, where it's Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, but it doesn't usually happen that way, so I've, that just goes to show how big the Supremes were at the time. Yeah, the 60s, great uh, period for pop music, especially a lot of um, groups that you don't hear about anymore that released some great singles, uh, and one of them is this next one coming up, and again, I don't remember the date of this, but it sounds peak mid-60s. Uh, here we go with the Vogues, and you're the one on Pop Off, the sound of the swinging 60s. Baby, you're the one that I really miss. You're the one that I'm 
If you are just tuning in, you are listening to Pop Off the Sound of Musical Curiosity with your host, Bear. That's me. Uh, this is a rock and roll 60s show, dance party, celebrating some of my favorite dance tracks of the era, stuff that I like to dance to around my apartment. And hopefully soon, we'll be bringing to a dance club near you. Yes, I would like to get a night going where we play this music. And every other era and genre all mixed together in one nice melange. Um, yeah, that was a great set of a 60s pop, a lot of stuff you don't hear anymore, some really obscure stuff, actually, that I learned of thanks to my hero, Dave Morey, who used to host the iconic K-Fog 10 at 10, which you can still find. It's on soundwavestv.com, but it's hosted by my friend Dennis Willis now. Uh, so look that up, but at the top, 
We had The Vogues with You're the One, a big hit for them, a great track. And then the association with Windy, um, which started off a, a streak of songs that all have sort of a similar, uh, that sort of similar 60s marching beat that I absolutely love. Um, the, association, the association was followed by Marty Wilde with a song called Abergavenny. I have no idea what that is. Uh, I think that whole marching uh, band sound was uh, copped from the Beatles. I have to imagine, because they were doing that sound in the late 60s. Um, uh, I think Abergavenny must be a place in England. I I don't know, but that's a great track. And thanks to Dave Moore for that one. Also, thanks to Dave Moore for Crispin Crispin St. Peter's and the Pied Piper. Oh, oh, the groove on that one I absolutely adore. And then we uh, closed it out with Simon and Garfunkel and Cecilia. Back to the Pied Piper for a moment, though. Um, there's a cover of it by Bob Andy and Marsha Griffith, two reggae superstars. Look that one up. It's a, com- it's a s- slowed down, almost nightclub disco reggae groove, if that makes any sense. But that's uh, a great cover and worth checking out. Um, 60s, we saw the British Invasion, obviously, with folks like the Beatles, as I mentioned before. The Beatles and the Stones and the Kinks and the Who and Led Zeppelin and on and on with all these great bands. But what often doesn't get talked about when we talk about the British Invasion is the invasion of all the British girl singers, of which there were lots. And one that doesn't get a lot of mention here, but she was a big in... England and uh, other parts of Europe is somebody who wasn't actually British. I believe she was Scottish. And I believe that this song was penned by Neil Diamond. But here's Lulu with The Boat That I Row. Don't have a lot, but with me that's fine. Whatever. You better know before you come along The 
Yes, it is three for madness. Three songs, all one thing in common. So, what do you do when you got an artist that you really like and you can't decide which song to play? Well, huh, you play them all. Here's Evie Sands with "You've Got Me Uptight" on Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity.
Jam up, jelly tight, Tommy Rowe, a big hit maker in the 60s with songs like Sheila and Dizzy. Before that, a threefer of Evie Sands. Uh, at the end was, um, well, I'm going to forget, uh, Any Way That You Want Me, which uh, I think hers was the original, but I know it was covered by other people. And then before that, uh, Billy Sunshine with some serious horns. Um, you don't get horns like that anymore. By the time disco rolled around, the horns had gotten funky. The horn section had really taken a turn. Um, I think starting around 69, you know, with like Chicago and then where Gladys Knight and the Pips went in that Motown era along with Stevie Wonder. But in the 60s and the rock and roll era, uh, the horns were funky, but they were but they were a specific kind. They were a specific kind of funky. They were really just tight, like you could just. It was all very uh, contained. And then you got to the 80s, where things got a little loose with the sax solos taking it to the heavens. And of course, in the 90s, the sax solo kind of faded out. So sad. And now we don't hardly have horn sections at all, except for an occasional single. Um, before Billy Sunshine. The top Evie Sand song was uh, You've Got Me Uptight. Oh, that song is glorious. Yeah, Evie Sands, check her out. Um, not top tier northern soul uh, artist. Very well known, but she had a lot of great singles. And um, before Evie Sands, let's see. Oh, Billy Davis. Yes, we uh, British Invasion. Billy Davis, uh, bigger in Britain and some parts of Europe, but what you gonna do, a great rave up. Another song I like is she did a cover version of Want You To Be My Baby. That's a certified floor filler. And at the top, Lulu with the boat that I row. I'm pretty certain that song was penned by Neil Diamond. Uh, next up, um, a band that's considered a one hit wonder, uh, but technically they're not, they had Two, if not three, top 40 singles. Their biggest, most well-known single is 96 Tears. But this song I'm going to play for you is, um, I believe it hit the uh, upper 30s, around 36. I don't remember the year. Um, and it's almost got a merengue, if I dare say, a merengue type of rhythm going on. This is Question Mark and the Mysterians with Do Something To Me. On Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity. Thank you. 
Oh yeah. 
Listening to Pop Off the Sound of Musical Curiosity. I'm your host, Bear, and uh, traveling through the rock and roll era in the 60s, playing some great dance music. That at the end was the Honeycombs with Have I the Right. Uh, also, not a one hit wonder. Uh, I guess you could call them a one big hit, one minor hit wonder. I forget the name of the uh, minor hit, but it was a top four. They did have two top 40 singles, is my point. Um, that was a family band. You should uh, look up the video online because the drummer is the sister, which was not common back then, and that's kind of, that's fucking rad if you ask me. And some tight drumming on that track. Before that, of course, the classic My Boyfriend's Back by The Angels, one of the big girl groups of the era. And then some British beat, Dave D, Doozy, Mick, and Titch with Save Me. That's quite a rave up. Love that track. Before that, some more British beat. Unit 4 plus 2 with Concrete and Clay. And then at the top, question mark, and the Mysterians with Do Something To Me, a number 36 chart hit for them, I believe. I hope I have that right. I know it was, uh, they were not one-hit wonders. That was a minor hit for them, Um, which reminds me of a, a humorous story that my friend Dennis told me. Uh, about uh, a local a DJ in the area that works in uh, corporate radio, the corporate world, um, and well known. He's been around for a while, but apparently one morning show, I think, he played an ACDC song that was known, something like Girls Got Rhythm or Money Talks, but it wasn't on the uh, authorized playlist by the big heads at the top. 
and apparently they kind of shit a brick about it. <laughs> What's the song he's playing? It's not authorized. We don't know what to do. Even though it was a hit ACDC song. So I mentioned that because uh, this is not a known question mark in the Mysterian song now. It was probably known somewhat back then. But also, you know, that's why I thank you for supporting the local community stuff like we do here at Mutiny and over also at Soundwaves. Uh, but also, uh, you know, supporting, even though it is uh, corporate stations, they are your local people DJing at the corporate stations and they do need your support to keep radio alive because we don't want it to die. Uh, my God, traffic drives would be hell if one didn't have radio. Um, the song I'm going to play for you next is another song that probably wouldn't make corporate's uh, authorized playlist. In fact, I imagine if they authorized any songs by Connie Francis, it would be her slow ballads. But Connie Francis was one of the uh, big stars of the rock and roll era, and dare I say, one of the queens of the rock and roll era. She didn't play guitar like Wanda Jackson or Janice Martin, but she did have a few rockin' songs and a few very, very... Uh, sexy songs, and one of my absolute favorites of hers is Lipstick on Your Collar. But then when I was doing deep research a year ago for one of my pop-off shows on Soundwaves, I discovered this track that was a hit that you never... <laughs> do you really hear any 50s songs anymore? Let's be honest. Um, but it was a hit back in the day, and it is absolutely glorious and absolutely sexy, and it's called Fallen. Here is Connie Francis. Thank you. 
The animals, we gotta get out of this place. Some British invasion. Before that, the mamas and the papas with straight shooter. One of my favorites of theirs. And before that, Street Corner Society with Summer Days, Summer Nights. A bit of an obscure band, uh, I believe, from the Bay Area. And uh, in the genre, the sub-sub-sub-genre known as Sunshine Pop, which also includes probably the mamas and the papas. Before that, some um, rock and roll, the Rockin' Rebels with Wild Weekend. And I want you to do me a favor. Uh, listen to uh, the Wild Weekend again. You can find it on YouTube. And then I want you to listen to uh, John Fogarty's Rock and Roll Girls off his Centerfield album from the 80s. That was the period for John Fogarty when he was being sued by record labels for sounding too much like himself. Uh, they lost that court case. Ha 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 ha. But they would have had a better court case if they would have sued him for sounding too much like the Rockin' Rebels. Trust me, that opening riff is basically the same as Rock and Roll Girls. Both great tunes, but um, yeah. Coppin' a riff there, Fogarty. Uh, let's see, before that was ooh, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters with Let's Go, Let's Go, Let's Go. And at the top, Connie Francis with the Super Sexy Fallen. Okay, more British beat, British Invasion. Um, one of the biggest acts of the entire 1960s was Petula Clark, known for Downtown and I Know a Place and My Love. And this song, I believe, reached number 12 on the Hot 100, and it is my favorite song of hers. Here is Petula Clark with A Sign of the Times. Changed a lot 
Vivre l'amour 
Poppies, our time is up. Oh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, as much as I enjoyed playing it for you, I am so glad to be back playing this music on the radio at Mutiny, the pirate ship in the mission. Uh, that last set featured a lot of great stuff at the top of Tula Clark, Sign of the Times, followed by the great pop single, Baby Come Back by the Equals. And then we went to France for a little yay-yay, because you can't do uh, a 60s dance party without some French yay-yay. And that was Charlotte Leslie with Le Fil, Ça Fait Pour L'Amour. Or I could do a whole show of yay-yay. Maybe I will in the future, but that that is a uh, subgenre worth exploring for sure. Not just the female singers of the period, but also the male stars. Um, then at the end, the kinks with one of my favorites of theirs of the period, Dead End Street. Uh, so, yeah, this episode, your three to seek, three artists that I picked that I think you should check out further are Evie Sands, a great series of singles totally under the radar and underrated in terms of Northern Soul. And then uh, Connie Francis, also overlooked in the annals of rock and roll and her role in developing the genre. Uh, and then I would say the Kinks, because in terms of British beat invasion acts, the Kinks really were known for Lola, uh, All Day and All Night, and You've Got Me Going. Those were the three big hits they had here in the States. 
in the 60s, in the 80s, they had Come Dancing, and uh, I think there was another one. But they, people don't really know the 60s era that much of their work outside those three singles, and Dead End Street is fantastic, and they've got a lot of other great singles, so check them out. Um, and once again, thanks for supporting local community radio right here in the Mission in San Francisco on the pirate ship. And you can find us over at PCRCollective.org to check out more great music programming. Coming up, uh, me and Sean from Bughouse Square and, oh God, I've already forgotten their names, but a couple other guys uh, from the station here are going to be doing a special show where we're going to be playing uh, songs all from debut records from our vast collections. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I'll update you on that one. That's going down. But it's going to be a, a marathon of debut record music, and it's going to be so much fun. Um, then also, be sure, if you want more pop-off, I'll be back next Tuesday here, 8 to 10. But you can also find me on SoundwavesTV.com, where episodes drop the first and third Mondays of every, every month, plus just about every Thursday. Uh, bonus beats on little themes, and also you can find more great musical programming there at the Mothership SoundwavesTV.com. The and we're gonna make your uh-huh. and we're gonna make your cummy fantasy come true. So just give us like I would say two minutes, if that. <laughs> All right, I'm looking forward to my fantasies coming to life. Do we have Do we have a uh, background music that we can play? By the way, we're all kind of high right now. Yeah, oh shit. <laughs> we're all like a little high, so things are like not moving as quickly as they usually are. <laughs> all right. All right, we're going to try this. We're going to attempt this one sec. All right. Give it to me, Fred. Get, let's just get a round of applause going. Yeah. All right. Didn't that didn't that make you feel like less like sad? No. 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 Just a little bit, huh? Bring the, huh? I don't actually. I know that's my reputation apparently, but you know, um, I'm broke right now, so you know. I don't have any. Okay, starting off real positive. Uh, How you guys doing? How you been? What are you guys doing? Life just sucking a lot of dick, figuratively. Figuratively? But I don't know what you enjoy, so maybe figuratively that's that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, to each their own about that, on that. Uh, you know, in that regard. Irregardless, 
is that's not a word. That isn't a word. Thus the humor in, okay. Um, so here we are, everybody. How you doing, man? Wasn't talking to you. How you doing? Which other night? So a lot of nights. Who yelled at who? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, yeah? Who yelled at who? You yelled at somebody? Okay. I got booked? No. It's an open mic. They got some good ass uh fried uh chicken. <laughs> no, they're not they're like they're um they're little dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a, he pre he was a preemptive laugh right there. <laughs> no, it was uh chicken the chicken wasn't fried. The it was chicken in a dumpling that was fried, like of something. Anyway, it was fucking good. <coughs> All right, so what do we got? F- uh, seven people and a host in this motherfucker. This is beautiful. Uh, is are there more people gonna show up? You think? Well, how you doing? What's what's up? <laughs> let's get let's turn some of these fucking lights on here. Brighten up the. Brighten up the. Brighten up the scene. What is this over here? That's nothing. Let's, t- let's pick something out of the. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Let's get it going, huh? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay. What is this? Your inspiration? None of you motherfuckers. We're just gonna fucking, huh? What's what? This? That's the hell hat. Are you fucking with me? Yeah, I know you are. Um, what lurks in the darkness? I don't know. Uh, Corday. What? <laughs> I think you you would you would know. Yeah. I can't lurk in the darkness. I can't lurk in the darkness, man. I'm too pale. I glow in the darkness. Alright. I can't lurk. Can't lurk in the darkness. I lurk in the clouds. Do you have a plan? Nope. Um, so are you guys entertained by this? I'm gonna rip his dick off. This is what this card says. Whose dick are they talking about? Anybody have any guess? Go ahead, throw out some guesses. Whose dick is... She did write this. Pam. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you telling me? Are you telling me 
Jim is going to get his dick ripped off in the office. Is that season uh, nine, episode one? Whatever fucking season it's on. Um, I mean, you know, uh, that's that's a good question because everybody loves Jim. My little brother hates Jim. He's like, he's a fucking asshole. You know? He's a dick. Working for some fucking paper company. Always getting added to, looking at the camera. These fucking guys, you know, will fucking quit then, you know? Being a dick about it. Fucking, you know, fucking lighten up, Jim. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Always looking at the camera. Always got an attitude and shit. At least you got a fucking good job. Fuck. Anyway. Is alcohol bad? No, it's not bad. It's great. What you got in that? What you got in that? Uh, in that thing over there? What you sipping on? Really? Don't fucking lie to me. I know. I know. I know. The, I know the routine. Don't fucking lie to me. Mm. Just cheaper vodka. Where were you at that you saw twelve dollar vodka and there wasn't another option? This. So you only get nice and pretty vodkas. All right. You don't know about you don't know about New Amsterdam. Okay, well, yeah. If you want some high end vodka. Well, if you want me to put something in there for you, I got you. Are you in the grown up club? I did that last night. You guys were all here for that. This is going good. I know. Thus the, then that was only for you. Was it funny? Damn, who do you look like? Man, you look like fucking Hey Arnold and shit over here. Don't he look like a fucking high-ass Hey Arnold? (laughs) 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 Fucking... Your your fucking eyes are in two different fucking zip codes. Anyway. <laughs> you got you got some your eyes are far apart from each other. <laughs> Just think about that when you look in the mirror later. All right, a little bit of cruelty. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Do you accept my apology? Should we just get on with the show? Alright. How many house plants do you have? Anybody want to take this one? Zero? You got two? What do you, what plants you got? Black rose? Black rose? Succulents, huh? <laughs> Black rose succulents, huh? Very sexual. All right. Do you fuck your plants? Okay. Babies? 
Anybody? Shit. This is great. Who's having a good time? Fucking shit. Well, f- you guys don't have nothing better to do? <laughs> Damn, dude. Why do you have me host the weakest, fucking the most of the least <laughs> attended? <laughs> shit. Hey, man, y'all need to fucking get on Facebook and promote Mutiny Radio, man. Because this shit is, you know what I'm saying? This is a beautiful. (laughs) No, it deserves more. Okay? There needs to be more fucking people here. And I'm trying to have a genuine, honest, heartfelt moment here. What's your name again? Corbin. Corbin. I'm trying to have a fucking moment. Um, And I think that, uh, you know, fucking Mutiny Radio... Where would you guys be right now if it weren't for Mutiny Radio? And, you know, that's, but you're here. And this is way better, right? (laughs) Way better. That sneeze sounded, that fucking, that sneeze sounded sarcastic, sir. Sounded like a sarcastic sneeze. Um. (laughs) this man comes in his fucking black rose succulents (laughs) all right i don't know um should we get it started are you are you running the show over here no i mean who's supervising this i mean Yeah, you crossed the line, buddy. <laughs> all right, well, you know, you guys, all right, look, I'm going to fucking bring y'all up. And you guys going to have to make these fucking fuckers laugh. Can you do that? Are you guys going to be able to do that? You make these fucking, make these fucking, so you better get the fuck off your phone, partner. Because, you know what I'm saying, you part of this audience right now. And if you're on your phone while motherfuckers is up here talking, You know, writing jokes and shit. All right. Okay. All right. Well, this is. Let me. T- I'm gonna try. We're gonna. We're gonna make. We're gonna have a good time tonight. Okay. We're gonna have a. Mu- uh, we're gonna have a good fucking time. We're gonna have a good time. Let me tell you. Somebody's not here. Somebody's missing. Somebody. Cause it's it's fu- it's seven of y'all and it's eight people on the list, huh? The first guy is not here. That's what I thought. That's a good call, Jonah. Cause of course, naturally, if the guy's not here, you can't bring him up. So I, you know, that's excellent logic there. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and do that. We're gonna bring up the next guy. The first guy, he's the both the next guy and the first guy, which is the first the first time I've seen something like that happen. First time I've seen somebody be the next guy and the first guy. You know what I'm saying? 
God, you guys are you guys are a sad bunch. But I am I am also so. This is gonna be we're gonna have a great time tonight. Hey Alex, you got some jokes, bro? Uh, you're going next and first. You ready? Put your fucking hands together, you six motherfuckers. Yeah. Alex Woody. I was going to go drain the foreskin, but I have to hold it in. That's a good thing, though. You can hold stuff in there. You know what I mean? It's kind of like an extra pocket. It's great. Put a Skittle in there. Eat it later. It's got like a twangy taste to it. Oh, you Snapchatting any whores there, buddy? Cordell? Yeah. BBW? Redbone? Redbone? Oh my god, the coffee Latinas are amazing. I'm glad this really turned into a podcast. <laughs> the fuck? What are we, sisters? Come on, what the fuck is this? Corbin, 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 the podcast is over. It's over. I love your name, but it's over, okay? Unbelievable. You know what the worst thing is, is when someone calls you and they want to describe a funeral. Like, motherfucker, I've been to a funeral. Like, you're getting me to your, your level of sadness. I'm already sad, all right? The casket was open. I don't need to hear that. You know what I mean? I don't need to have post-traumatic stress. I'm already having issues. And this is the worst part about it. I'm high. Have you ever gotten high and someone just gives you bad news? The worst, <laughs> the worst is when you're high and that person, like a friend, calls you and they're like just hating on weed. Like, well, weed has like ruined my life. Like, I'm so glad I'm off of it. Like, I'm doing so much better. I'm sitting there like two edibles deep, a couple joints, you know, my kid's crying. I got the headphones on, listen to Ozzy. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm bored in life. Is that depression? I'm bored. I hate Netflix. I scroll. I don't watch anything. It's not interesting. I don't want to learn. I want to veg out. All right? I'm done with it. Okay? I, I, I don't know how to read well, so I'm not reading. And that gives me headaches. You ever try reading high? It's impossible. The words are moving. You got to put them together. That might be my dyslexia. How do you say it? I can't even talk right now, okay? This is what happens when you're too bored, but you're not smart enough to realize there's stuff to kill your, cure your boredom. <sighs> there is. Hola. Welcome to Cockfest 2019. <laughs> I like this. this is, oh, I'm not scaring them away. I'm just... Right there. Luke Newman. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. No, no. Oh. Oh my God. No, no. Definitely not gonna talk about dogs now. Definitely not. Right. No. Totally. Um. 
This is great. This is a great. Handle this, please. Like I, I, I know like Hillary's up for re-election and shit, but come on. This ain't the voting poll, all right, guy? Uh, sorry, it's just, come on. That wasn't courtesy, talking about the dog and shit. That's like those people I was talking about that call you and bring you down. That brought my sit down. I was about to, li- I was about to light on fire. Come on, let's be honest. You know what I mean? And she came in. No, it was already ruined. But she came in kind of, come on, bitch. I don't want to learn about the dog. And let's not say bitch. <laughs> let's not say that. Call them Huns, okay? That's what I got to do. Huh? Anyone can go better than Luke. <laughs> My grandma on Delauded's could have had a better set, dude. <laughs> but you know what I like about him? He doesn't give a fuck. And that's... <laughs> like drinking a fifth before the set so first year, right? <laughs> oh fuck it so i wanted to tell a story um luke was there i tried to get him to be part of the set luke uh, perfect timing i'm talking about the emeryville mic so what happened was i get in the zone when i get high all right and it's this new emeryville mic bar asian f- uh, fusion restaurant bistro a lot of people at least 50 right uh, no, sir. No, this isn't the 20s. This, we're not on a riverboat playing fucking blackjack, all right? Maverick. That was a great Mel Gibson movie. So anyways, I'm fucking by the bathroom. Two all-gender bathrooms, of course, right? Your own personal thing, right? I see a woman go in one with a guy. To me, that's hooking up. Then, what are we pointing at? What the f- Oh, oh, he's locking this. Okay. There we go. Now it looks like I'm doing comedy, you know? So, the story. Can I get back to it, guy? Okay. So, Emeryville. I see this girl go in the bathroom with a guy, Right? And this other guy's like, oh, yeah, I, I hooked that up. So I'm assuming they're hooking up, right? I go back. I smoke a little bit with some black guys. I'm really high before my set. Too high. I feel like an idiot. What am I doing here? I'm, like, questioning everything, right? And I see that same chick at the bar right before my set with a different guy. And they look like they're a couple. He's got the purse and the sweatshirt, right? They look like... You know, maybe they have a house or apartment together and a little chihuahua, all right, that they take on walks Sundays, right? I see the woman, as I'm stalking, watching, right? Maybe I should be paying attention to my fucking set, but I'm watching these people instead because I haven't jerked off all day. So, right, she's looking at that guy I saw her in the bathroom with. He flashed me right when I said jerk off. Come on, guy, can't a chubby guy talk about masturbation anymore? She she's looking at the guy she went in the bathroom with and then I see her leave and this doofus boyfriend He's sitting there and he's kind of looking and he's like double taken and I swear they're holding hands and they disappear by the bathroom, right? 
I got to bring this up. So I walk up and I'm like, I'm pulling some Jerry Springer shit. And I told the guy, your girl's getting fucked in the bathroom. And I just start. (laughs) There you go. Well, I didn't really get in trouble. Just it didn't really go the way I wanted. She came out. But I was gone. He was mad. Yeah, I embarrassed him. But you know what? He needed. Well, here's here's the thing. Apparently, they weren't cheating. Apparently, they were doing cocaine. That whole. What? Yeah, I thought I dude, I'm still convinced she was blowing the other guy or something. How many girls have you lured with cocaine? I've done a couple, you know what I mean? No, I've done it a couple times. San Diego, remember back in 2009, girls loved cocaine. Am I right? But you know all the girls, they'll do whatever on cocaine, right? They'll hang out naked, they'll play Twister. It's a long time uh, it's a long night. Okay, yeah, wrap it up. Okay. Um, thank you, guys. My name is Alex Woody. Or they. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, cocaine, does anybody have any? Okay. Take that burp as a no. Yeah, I believe so, yes, right? Capital? Weed? In here, yeah, but not no spliffs though, right? Got to be pure ganja. <laughs> you don't know what a spliff is? Oh, you really? You from the hood for sure? Oh, you don't smoke? Period. Nothing. Oh, you? So you're not from the hood? Okay. Um. All right. So. You know, this is Madison. This is, you know, it's just a laid back open mic. If you can't tell. If you couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. Okay. (laughs) 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 Who's up next? Uh, Jonah, you're up next. Okay. All right, everybody fucking clapping shit for Jonah Pollock. All right, I see that, I see Mutiny Radio now has some sort of, (laughs) I meant that to happen. I meant that to happen. I'm, I am such a fucking punk rocker. I'm like, I'm going to come on stage. I'm going to take this $600 electronic device uh, that I just finished paying off and I'm going to destroy it uh, to show how cool I am. No, uh, see Mutiny now has altars in the fucking room to burn incest to get rid of the bad vibes. If Mutiny wants there to be less bad vibes in here, there's going to have to be a lot more than one little fucking stand for some incest. You're going to have to have like fucking Jewish priests burning a lamb to God or something uh, to get things over the hump here. Am I right? Hell yeah. I know, I know I'm right. I've uh, been sniffling all week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you <laughs> <laughs> you you on that you are you are you on that trip? You got that trip going? You got that trip going? Is it like here's the thing like I don't have a lot I don't have a lot of money so I don't snort cocaine. Around a lot of comics who don't have money, they're still still somehow snorting cocaine. Uh here's a You brought a burrito? Oh shit. Can I? All right, now I'm a prop comic. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you all something. Bugs in there? Yeah, larva. 
larvae and shit. All right. Clearly, uh, you did not study natural sciences in college. Uh, <laughs> you did? Uh, wait, what, bra what branch of science did you study? Biology. Uh, would you try and like use that like romantically, like be like, let me tell you about your musculature or anything like? <laughs> did you kind of look impressive? So wait, what caused you to fail at it? Were you just you weren't good at it? You didn't you didn't study hard? Uh, you got busted cheating. What what caused it to not work out? So you successfully cheated kind of on occasion. Kind of 